1: welcome to
0: the Archons of real estate podcast i'm your host ken elvin and today's guest is by no means a secret agent with more than two decades of experience she's able to guide her clients right through from investment purchases to luxury homes today this multiple exp icon agent is here to share just how she grew both her social media presence and is getting most of her businesses from referrals welcome to the show all the way from wichita kansas leslie hodge perot how are you doing, Leslie?
1: Thanks for having me this morning. How are you?
0: Absolutely. I'm absolutely, um, I'm fantastic and I'm really glad to have you here. And to kick things off, because there's there's always a story to be told, the story of how you got into real estate up until now, take us on that journey.
1: Well, my grandmother actually was a real estate agent for 47 years. So I'm second generation. My son is third generation. He got his license at 18. So he's been selling real estate for two years now. Um, so that's kind of where it started. Um, and I went to work at the same company that she did for the first two years and then ventured out after that. Left the nest. <laughs> wow. And that, was it as simple as that? Well, somewhat. I mean, there was a lot that went into it. I I thought that it would just be this plethora of leads that my grandmother was going to give to me because she was retiring and And that's not how it happened at all. She gave me one lead and I found out that I really, I don't think she thought I was ever going to close it. And so that was why she didn't want to work on it. And so she passed it off to me because I remember calling her saying, Hey, we just got so-and-so under contract. And she says, really? Oh wow! (laughs) And that's how she didn't want to mess with it. So she had passed it off to me. So that was the one lead, but it was a lot of really good experience. And it just kind of went from there. So I started out um doing a lot of for sell by owner calling and expired listing calling and working the phones, really, yeah. and being told no a lot. And I just learned really quick that every no that I collected, I was one no closer to a yes. So I just oh, continued yes. to make the calls and started building my business from there
0: fantastic and and you have you have built quite a, quite a nice name for yourself on social media in particular. How did you go from, I mean, every, anybody starts from zero. How do you go from zero to the number you're at at the moment?
1: I started doing reels, um, last April. And the reason that I started doing them is I kept hearing video, 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 and most people hate seeing themselves on video or hearing themselves on video. And I just wasn't super comfortable with it. And I had went to a Tom Ferry event out in Vegas, and I listened to Glenda Baker as one of the speakers, and she's built a massive following on TikTok, and she was just sharing some of her tips and what her success was looking like from those reels, and I thought, well, heck, if she can do it, I should be able to do it too, and just started making them, committed to it. Like, right then and there, I text messaged a videographer that's here in Wichita and I'm like, hey, Troy, how much would it cost me to come in and make 30 videos? And he threw out $1,000. And I was like, okay, when can I show up? And it just kind of went from there. And fortunately for me, it uh, Facebook started paying for content about a month or two into me doing that. And that was kind of a carrot that dangled in front of me to continue. And my first month was like $500 from my Reels. And I thought, okay, if I'm posting one video a day and it's paying me 500, maybe if I posted two videos, it would pay for Troy's $1,000 and wipe the slate. So that's kind of where it went. And I was just very consistent about it. I go in at that time, they were 60 seconds. Now they're 90 seconds videos. And I would just go in and share a story, answer questions that other clients or that other agents have asked me throughout the years that I've been doing this and so it's a lot of stories and a lot of education and it started out with about 1700 followers and I just hit 48,000 followers so it took me a year to go from 1700 to 48,000 followers on Facebook and then I've got several on Instagram several on TikTok and just a few on YouTube so I'm working on that
0: and are you saying you got all of this just through being consistent or was there any other strategies that you were employing?
1: Just consistency. And Wonderful. I think that's the key to anything. It was consistent when I was calling for sell by owners or expired. I was consistent about following up. So consistency is the key to the whole real estate realm. It's really the key to life, but real estate yeah. for sure.
0: And and from the sounds of it, a lot of those videos are based around inf- information,
1: education. So they're not, they're not a transactional video at, at all. I'm not dancing. I'm not, (laughs) maybe I've done one where I've danced on it, but most of it, yeah, it's just educational. um, Letting, kind of like, opening the curtain and letting people see what it looks like day-to-day, what situations we go through, what learning experiences they can draw yes. from the other clientele that we've worked with in the past. So it's all basically been education. I try to impart some humor in it so that people want to watch it for that awesome. reason, yeah. but mostly it's to educate them.
0: Love it. Absolutely. And and it goes without saying, especially if you're a realtor, but any 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 industry can benefit from who knows how good it is to get repeat and referral business. What are you doing in your transactions that's getting you such a high percentage of your business from that?
1: 80% of, of my business at this point is repeat and referral. I think the reels have definitely helped with that because I'm staying in front of them consistently. Yes. Uh, we send out monthly mailers. Uh, we send out bi-weekly newsletters. Um, every year we're dropping off house anniversary gifts at their door. So I don't care if they bought something 20 years ago, if they're still there and they're still a client, then it's still something that they're receiving from us. So we're just trying to make things as sticky as possible and to stay front of mind as much as possible. And it's just constantly generating um, messages on Facebook, text messages, Uh, questions. So we're just, we're just being with them and being in front of them a lot.
0: Awesome. I think it goes without saying a a lead, a lead from you to, to your, to your grandchild is going to be a slightly better quality than the lead you got from your grandmother.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, and the thing that's great about the video content is people can go down a rabbit hole and watch as many videos as they want. And they feel like they know you going into it. And so they have a whole different comfort level. And so what's really interesting about it even is the very first uh, deal that we got, it wasn't really supposed to be a deal from our Facebook video. It was just supposed to be, hey, I have a question about financing. I've already found a house. It's basically my friend died and I'm going to be purchasing it from her kids. So there was really no need for necessarily for a real estate agent to be involved. They were already dealing with the estate attorney and what wound up happening. I referred her to a lender and she needed to sell the house that she owned before she could buy it.
0: Uh She didn't
1: initially want to sell that house, but that was something that financing required. So I wound up with the listing out of that and then wound up continuing to help her on the first sell by owner journey with a home inspection and going over and looking at the house and different things with her showed up at her housewarming party where she referred me to other people. So I've done other transactions just showing up at the housewarming party. So got that referral business going early uh, with Deb. She was awesome to work with.
0: I I, when you're explaining that, I almost had this uh, this image of how LinkedIn works with you. Could do different degrees of connections? How far how have you, have you been keeping track of like how far down the, the, the tree of referrals you've got?
1: I wish that I would have, I've, I've thought back about that. Um, One of my friends, Marguerite up in Northern California, she, I've met her at a conference in California and she was talking about how she's tracked every single thing since day one. And I was like, man, that would be really interesting to go back. That's
0: always good if you remember.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's some of it that I could probably go back and be like, okay, this was from this person and this was from this person and really link it back together. But I haven't tracked it as well as I should.
0: Well, you know what? I think, uh, I think really doesn't matter if, if, if you've got the, if you've got the time to, 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 to backtrack it now, you probably aren't getting as much business as you'd like. (laughs) right so real estate's crazy it's a crazy industry to be in make no mistake and this is a this is a real estate real estate podcast so i mean everyone right now is going here here how are you staying sane like what do you do to keep
1: grounded i say that you have to have a tough liver in this business (laughs) Uh. (laughs) so there might be a little bit of drinking involved but ultimately it's just it has been a very crazy last few years um, even really pre COVID, it was yeah. it was kind of at a height of things here. Now that added extra gasoline to the fire, but it was really a challenging market with all of these multiple offers, and it was hard. It's still hard to advise your clients what to offer. When last week we had a listing that I went out to show some buyers, half a million dollars, which is double what Wichita's you know average is. Yeah, 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 and we offer 543 cash and we didn't get it. And it's like, how do you advise them? Like, you never know where somebody else is even coming. So it's just like, you know what? You do what you feel comfortable with and we'll go from there. But it's so crazy compared to thinking back 08, 09. And I went through all of that and what it still looks like. So I think really the thing for me is just, I've already kind of been through some of the turmoil of those past years. And it's just, it's just real estate. I'm just used to it at this point. So I don't really know that I have a solution to that um or anything that I do that's any more special than anybody else. It's just I just deal with it. And I have wins and I have losses and I think the key to that is just getting over the losses really quick and moving on and still looking for more yeses even after I got nos. So that's one of the keys that I try to live by, and I try to tell my team that they're, they call and they're mad about something. And I'm like, okay, five minute funeral. You got five minutes and get the heck over it. And then we're going on down the road and we're going to focus on something that's income producing instead of being mad because it doesn't pay the bills to be mad.
0: I totally good. And I love, I love that saying as well five minute funeral. I'm going to have that. I think, I think my, I think my missus might, might not appreciate it, but I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you know
1: some of that's about communication and that sort of absolutely. thing and that's important still in real estate relationships but
0: yeah you gotta have I a just, sense of I don't humor. stay
1: mad very long mm-hmm.
0: yeah so uh yep. 2020 2022 was not not everything for everybody the way they wanted it to be but 2023 is shaping up to be quite a big year what can we expect for for you and the crew over there in Wichita
1: our goal is to do 200 deals this year. Uh, my team is still relatively new. I'd been a solo agent um, up until beginning of last year. So the okay. beginning of 2022, end of 2021, I've brought on a couple of agents and then now we've been growing it. I had no desire to build a team. So that's been a very interesting journey. Uh, my coach has consistently bugged me about it and said that this is what I need to do so that maybe I could have a life at some point. (laughs) And, uh, it's been very rewarding. So I've, I've enjoyed, because like I said earlier, it's, I've done so much of this, that it's just kind of a routine at this point for me on, on the transactional side. So it's been really, uh, rewarding to see, their personalities develop a little bit more, and them coming out of their shell and feeling comfortable doing video and seeing what successes they're bringing compared to other companies that they were at before. So that part has been really rewarding. So we did 120 deals last year for the team. Sure. So the goal this year is to do 200, and I probably am going to need a few more agents in order to accomplish them selling. 200 houses a year and not including my, my transactions.
0: Don't forget to, uh, don't forget to b- budget for those liver aids. If, uh, if you're going to be bumping it up by another 80 <laughs> houses this year.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Mm. <laughs> awesome. So what would you say your niches, if you have to sum it up your niche as a, and, and I don't mean niche as a, as a type of a type of transaction, what's your niche as in your service?
1: I think the biggest thing that I provide differently than other people is One, I really understand construction. So I've flipped a lot of houses. I've built new construction houses. So it's very easy for me to walk into a property and say, okay, to get top dollar, we're going to need new countertops. And I have a contact for this and I'm ballparking that it's going to cost three to $4,000 or whatever the number is. So I can walk in, immediately have a vision for their house in order for them to maximize their profits and have the contacts in place. To set the ball in motion, get it done affordably, and bring them the biggest return. So I would say that first and foremost. Yeah. Um, second thing that I think is is super important about people that produce at a high level, they don't have that need mm-hmm. in order to sell a house. And what I mean by that is, you know, if, if I'm negotiating for a seller, I'm negotiating really. I love to negotiate. That's one of my favorite things of my job. So it's like, I'm really trying to see exactly what we can glean out of the situation and take away from it and trying to hold the money where if an agent... Is newer or just haven't had as much business, then they're more dependent on that income. It's like, I've got to sell this, I've got to make my, my mortgage payment or my rent payment or my car payment or yeah, whatever. I, the think, deal I is. think the I and think
0: so, the, the the best saying I ever heard for that sort of state of mind is commission breath where people can smell yes. the desperation on you.
1: We have an investor here in town that actually he was uh he is still an attorney but he wanted to retire himself from being a partner at the biggest law firm in Wichita at 35. And so he started a property management business on the side, started purchasing properties. He owns about 300 rentals here in Wichita. And he told me flat out, he says, you're the best negotiator that I work with. And so I think that that's one of the things that I bring just because I'm not so dependent on it. And I'm very... I'm a huge advocate for trying to hold the value because it not only affects their bottom line, it affects my bottom line. Yes. Not only on that transaction, but on future transactions in that neighborhood. Because if I short a deal, then the next, you know, all the next deals for the I appraisals are that. going to be short. So yes. I'm really trying to hold the value for my clients.
0: I lo- and and such a such a good place to put focus on, especially if you're an agent. The responsible thing is to remind people. I mean, it's from both sides. You don't want to, you don't want to sell way below what it's worth. You don't want to buy way below what it's worth either, because that's a neighborhood you're investing into. So that's that's really cool. Right. I love that you, I love that you put in the right focus on that. So, um, if any, if any of our viewers are either looking to connect with you or refer business down to you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you, Leslie?
1: I would say either call or text me, and my phone number is three one six six five five four zero six nine. Or friend request me on Facebook and message me that way. I'm on Facebook the most out of all of the other platforms, just because I have the most, uh, yeah, the most action going on on that. Absolutely, so that's the one that I'm on the most.
0: Fantastic, Leslie. I've really, uh, really enjoyed having you on the show. I know you're looking to grow, so there's going to be bigger and better things for for you and the rest of the team out in Wichita. And when that happens, I hope Absolutely. you'll hope you'll accept an invite to come back on the show.
1: I would love to. Thanks for having me today.
0: Awesome. So from myself, Ken Albert and Icons of Real Estate Podcast, and uh, Leslie uh, out there in Wichita, Kansas, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more.